Welcome to the Strategic Life Podcast, episode 54, Procrastination Station, with your host, Coach Mario. Dr. Mario. Along with Frank. I'm procrastinating and starting this You're podcast. You're procrastinating the intro? You like that? <laughs> I'm here all week, folks. <laughs> Procrastination Station, and if you've been a long-time listener, and if you aren't, now you are. Which we know you are. Exactly, that's <laughs> right. Uh, you may have heard this phrase before, and it's one of Dr. Mario's favorites, so it probably came out of that horse's mouth. But uh, <laughs> that wasn't a sound off the soundboard. That was, that was the doctor. So procrastination. Um, I, don't, I know that no one listening right now has ever procrastinated on anything ever. And it's just a problem within this room. And with one person in particular, it starts with an F, ends with rank. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am not a procrastinator. But it is something that does come across um, a lot of personal development books, podcasts, ideas. Like it's, it's, it's a commonly talked about theme when people uh, avoid or delay things or just don't get done what they need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So folks that are delaying or postponing something, whether it's a conversation, a task, uh, entering or exiting a relationship, you know, procrastination, it's stopping yourself from doing what needs to be done. Correct. And, and again, if you've listened to the podcast, uh, it, it should be about taking action. So this is the lack of, right? On, on the contrary, um, you're not taking action on something. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. So as you think about this while you listen to us and as we talk about it, we want you to think about things that maybe perhaps you have been procrastinating on yourselves. And when would now be a good time to stop doing that, yeah? <laughs> so there are some types of procrastination so, so, <laughs> easy for you to say some types of procrastinations i guess experiences or types of people if you will or behaviors patterns, there you go yeah. that's my first day there you go uh frank why don't you tell us more about that Give us some yeah information. The, the first one is actually something and, and it might not come off as procrastination but it is it's the i will work under pressure um and that's a form of procrastination and and the problem with that is that you don't start things so that's pretty much another way you're saying it. Um, and that's a big problem because you need to take action. You need to be relentless. You need to do things right when they happen. And, and then for some things, very soon when they happen. What's interesting is, Franco, these type of people mm-hmm. or these type of behaviors, let's not say these type of people, these type of behaviors. What do you mean these types of people? Exactly. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> are individuals that are typically, you know, striving for perfectionism. So they talk a great game. You know, they're, they're always performing, and so they say they're going to get it done, but they force themselves to kind of shrink the time available to get things done. It's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, the question also as well is, I work well under pressure. Is that true, or is that just your strategy on how you work? You know what I mean? Like, do you really work well under pressure or do you always just leave everything to last minute? And so that's the only time it gets done. And so unconsciously you're telling yourself, oh, I always work well under pressure. That's when I get it done. No, you're just out of time always. And you haven't changed your strategy. Well, it depends who's applying the pressure. So you might think you're applying pressure to yourself. You're not. You're applying it to somebody else as well. So let me give you an example. I'm not going to turn in this homework or this report until the very last minute. I work well under pressure. In the meantime, your boss or your teacher or your spouse or whatever is constantly asking you for it. And, and you're applying pressure. That right? That's one way of doing it. Uh, hey, I will work under pressure, right? Like towards the last minute of the goal. And then you're not giving yourself ample time. So Murphy's Law kicks in. What can go wrong will go mm-hmm. wrong. And you have no way of fixing it. 
Cine. So it's like being in New York City, waiting for the train. You're at Procrastination Station. <laughs> the train <laughs> arrives. The doors are open. Yes. And you wait to the last minute. The doors are almost closing and you pop in. And you pop right in as everybody else. (laughs) Exactly. In the meantime, seats are taken. They're holding on to the handlebar and the musicians have already started it. Absolutely. So so what is their biggest challenge? Yeah, their biggest challenge is just getting started. Um, You know, uh, again, when you get a task... uh, you don't handle it. You don't deal with it. And that's procrastination in a sense. But the problem with this is that you just won't take the first step at all. You won't make those cold calls. You won't make those reports. You won't start the research. You won't actually get up and start moving towards whatever you have to deal with. Yeah, I saw, uh, I saw a really good meme this week and it said, uh, wow, that thing is that thing I've been worrying about is, is coming up in my head again. <laughs> well, better, uh, better tuck that under the bed and worry about it again tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's essentially the same thing, not getting started on something. So if that sounds like you, you want to get started, uh, maybe start appointing some time on a daily, put yourself, put some things on a calendar, right, mm-hmm. to start working on it uh, as soon as possible. I mean, because usually we like to do what we call whelm and do it overly, overwhelm ourselves with something which we right. think is really large. If you break something down and make it easier, not only is it making it easier on yourself, but it's actually going to be easier to get done because instead of just going, when am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? There's so many moving parts. Again, that's just literally chunking up everything and making it a bigger deal. You're literally making overwhelm in your head. Uh, you know, you're overwhelming yourself with the with the task. Yeah, you're doing overwhelm. You're doing. It. You're taking what could be sliced into smaller pieces or chunks, and strictly thinking about the big picture. And then, oh my God, how can right. I do this? How can I get it done? Right. You don't just go. Mm, you know what? I'll plan a wedding. Boom. Okay. I got to call everyone today. I got to get them DJ. I got to get the music. I got to. No. You go. Okay. I'm going to first talk, find a venue. And when I find a venue, then I'll start worrying about, you know, how many people can, you know, cater and do the catering and all that. You don't just come out and say, I'm going to do one wedding in one day. And for most people, that's how they do overwhelm. And they do it well by overwhelming themselves with the inundation about all the things that have to happen in this large task instead of just breaking it down piece by piece. Yeah, the key to this one is um, focus and prioritizing. If you're able to take a minute, analyze what you have to do and which one you have to attack first, you'll be done. Yeah, you just got to do it. You just got to start. So it's never going to be perfect. Any new venture, old venture shifts in a venture that's already been ongoing is going to require constant change. We're constantly evolving. So if you don't start the process and think about, okay, if I stay here at Procrastination Station, what's what's it actually going to cost me? Yeah, mm-hmm. That's the piece that needs to be implemented in your strategy overall is, is thinking. You know, it's kind of a self-audit in your mind. Mm-hmm. If I don't get on the train... And if I wait to the last minute to jump in before those doors close, what if the door closes and I'm out? Correct. Yeah. I mean, when the, idea, when the idea is hot inside of your head, when, when it's something you want to do, when it's the business you want to start, when it's, you know, whatever it is, whatever is your goal and on what you want to get started, essentially you have to strike while the iron's hot. Like I use this example all the time and I get it, I think probably mostly from my mom. <laughs> when she goes to a place and, and they tell her that she can get it online, she's like, I know that, but I'm here because I want it now. And that's the idea, right? Yeah. Let's, let's that's your mom. Yeah. That's her right now. Mm-hmm. Just bending about the siren <laughs> in the background. They don't have, it's not in stock, but you can order it online. Absolutely. Uh, but essentially that's the same, that's the same pressure you need to have if you're doing sales or anything. If someone's calling you and asking you about that and, and, and whining like this ambulance behind me, 
it's because they want something now. And if you don't do it when the idea is hot in your head, right? If the, then you're not going to buy the item. If it's not right. available, you're not going to buy it. If you don't take action, it's not going to happen. So what are you going to do differently? Listen to the alarms and the bells and whistles <laughs> that are telling you. That's how persistent get on it. you need to be. Get on it. But that really leads us to the next level of procrastination. You know, and I mentioned it earlier. There's levels, what happens? There's, there's levels to this. What happens is <laughs> the door closes, Frank. Yeah. Uh, Why is it one reason that the guy doesn't or the gal doesn't make it on the train? Yeah, but they stay at the station. Another reason is because you know you 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 get the I'm too lazy right now. Mm. Um, and and pretty much what you're saying is, hey, you know, we're we're taking breaks. We're we're at a point where you want to make sure. Things are going perfect or you're overwhelmed or you're dealing with too much. Um, so you take breaks. You're too lazy for it. You don't want to deal with it at all. And 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 that's very difficult because how how you, it's a way you're starting confrontation, right? Hey, I'm too lazy right now. What you're pretty much you're testing the other person to tell you, no, get up. Stop being lazy. A lot of people don't want to do that. So, again, if you're being lazy. Not a good thing. If you're using it as an excuse, <laughs> definitely not a good thing. Yeah, this pattern of behavior is is the blamer, right? It's blaming in action or laziness mm-hmm. or stubbornness uh, rather than admit, hey, they're tired. Maybe they're burned out. Um, for whatever reason, they are staying there at the station and it's self-deprecation, you know? Yeah, I mean, essentially... Here's the interesting about this. Uh, if you're saying I'm just lazy right now, or I'm just la- I, I just feel lazy right now, whatever it is, in my head I don't believe that right now. Part <laughs> you're just lazy in general, like uh, essentially, and and someone will tell themselves that they've kind of like earned it, right? Like you know what I work hard. You know the, it's that kind of treat yourself mentality that mm-hmm. they'll get into, where it's like I deserve this. I you know I do work hard. I deserve these breaks, and so they'll give themselves a break for a minute, but then they get comfortable with it. Or then they turn on Netflix or Hulu or Disney Plus or you know whatever it is at this point. There's like everyone's got their own app now. Paramount now we got Peacock. Peacock yeah, <laughs> yeah. A la carte went to now you got to pay for a thousand apps. But that's right. Essentially, they give themselves that break and then and then you know what when they don't want to do it because obviously you know I use the example all the time. If you're pushing like a big concrete ball like in the sand. If it's stuck, it's hard to move. But if it's already moving, even if it's in the wrong direction, you can help steer it in another direction as long as there's some movement. By being lazy and being stuck in one place, even if it's mentally, you are like that ball in the sand. It's going to be even harder after you keep treating yourself, (laughs) staying stagnant, (laughs) not like, uh, unlike this water here. (laughs) Yeah. Staying stagnant, you can't get any movement. So you have to have movement. You have to be doing something. Over treating yourself or being too lazy is only going to keep programming you so your neurons keep firing and wiring to keep you stuck in the same place. And then you wonder why nothing Correct. changes and, and life's the same. A way to focus on that or, or how to deal with that is recharging, right? And whether that means stepping away, whether that means actually dealing with doing something you like, uh, taking a moment away from it and, and doing something completely different. Um, whatever you do to recharge your batteries or your attention, right? Maybe it is, hey, today I don't deal with it. I need to sleep. I'm too tired. But then tomorrow morning, first thing you do, you got to hit that hard. Um, but it's not about keeping that procrastination, keeping that avoidance. That you can't do. I like to say you need to invest in yourself and this is something that my wife and I both practice. You take time out, schedule it. You know, uh, this past weekend we were at Disney. We were at Epcot. Uh, Winner on the world. You can give yourself some alternative therapies, acupuncture, a spa, visit to a masseuse, 
Uh, yeah. Just take some time out and go to the nearest beach. If you have a beach, if you don't have a beach, then you have a farm, you have a garden, you have something that go you can look the at near, the stars. Go to the nearest lake. There you go. <laughs> no, lake water. <laughs> yeah. If you grew up with only lakes, you'd appreciate that lake this water. This is true. You can go fishing at a lake. And you would say it just like the beach. You'd be like, oh, we're going to the lake this weekend. But I did, and I grew up here on South Beach. So yeah. you, you grew up next to Okeechobee. No, I, I grew up on. I he's grew spo- up. He's spoiled, folks. He's Ocean spoiled. and Fifth, my man. Just get to that corner. Goodness. So, what are other types of uh, procrastination that we have here? One we hear a lot: uh, "I'm too busy," and what you're pretty much trying to do is creating chaos in order to avoid something. Um, so I'm always too busy. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. If you're saying that to the same problem over and over and over, you're just avoiding it. You're, at uh, you're, not, you're not making station. it a priority. Yep. You're just trying to avoid it. You're trying to procrastinate. You don't want to deal with it. You don't want to face it. So you're creating a chaos. You're creating a complexity around it so that you don't have to get to it. That's right. Now you're at Chicago and you're trying to get on the train, but you don't buy the ticket. Mm. I'm too busy to go buy the ticket. So you never get on the train. Why are you, but you're why, there at the station. Why are you in Chicago? Did you say Chicago? Well, I First we were in New York. York. Now we're now in New York. Chicago. Doctor. And then he went to Disney. He just wants to go somewhere. He's just watching power. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to travel, man. Yeah. Like, Mandits are coming up. I'm hitting, I'm hitting we, up all these towns. We have <laughs> listeners in all of those places. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and, and the way to get over this is just, you know, introspection. You have to take a moment. You have to really see why you're f- making this complex. And if that's the case, then you need to fix that. Um, it could be something as easy as some sort of issue. Um, it, it could be just having the conversation. And sometimes it's a tough conversation. Sometimes it starts with an I'm sorry, mm-hmm. an apology of some sort, or, hey, some sort of accountability. Because um, most likely you're just avoiding that one person who's constantly reaching out to you and you're just too busy, too busy, too busy. The too busy argument at Procrastination Station can get you in trouble in various ways. It's been our experience as coaches over the past three decades that we've seen individuals that have lost their relationships uh, because they were too busy at work, lost their relationships because they were too busy at church. So doing certain works, doing certain jobs and negating the most valuable treasure in my mind, this is my hallucination only doesn't need to apply to you, but family should come first and you cannot take care of family if you're not taking care of self because you cannot give what you do not have. So in order for me to receive love from my son and my daughters and my 10 grandkids, I got to give it. And in order to give it, I need to obviously recognize that I need to take care of self and I need to recharge my battery whenever I need to in order for me to be able to satisfy all the tasks and everything that's on my plate. Yeah, the I'm too busy is also, that's your problem. That's not somebody else's problem. So if you're too busy, you got to make time. You got to make effort. You got to make space for that. Um, If not, why take it on? Because most Mm -hmm. of the time when you're procrastinating, it's something that you're accountable for. Because it's rare that somebody's going to walk up to you and tell you, hey, you're responsible for this. And you've never dealt with it at all. No, no, no. You've took some sort of accountability. You either said yes to the work. You either said yes to the client. You said yes to the relationship. You said yes to to the money you borrowed. You've said yes to to, the dress. Whatever it is, right? (laughs) To the commitment. You've made a commitment. 
Yeah. Right. Whether it's, hey, I'm going to be at this party. I'm going to be at this show. I'm going to be at this work meeting, whatever the case is. And, and, and what ends up happening is if you become too busy for that, you're pretty much just saying, I'm not prioritizing you. I got other things I got to deal with. Well, that's your problem. Mm. You made a commitment to me. You were supposed to hold it at 100 percent the same way you were with others. Tell so me. then your actual view, how people view you then starts taking a hit. So this one can be kind of dangerous because you might think of it as I'm doing more, I'm doing more. And even if it is for you, I'm too busy working to focus on the house. Yeah, but they're telling you that the house is the priority. I feel a lot of passion yeah. coming from you right now. No, that's true. And <laughs> Oh, I'll say it. I have some clients that do this crap. Show, show, no, me, show me on the chart where they hurt you. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten. I'll tell you exactly. I'll tell you exactly. If you really got we're gonna go there now. Uh-oh. Yeah, this happened this happens to us all the time at the firm. Because what happens? Firm. You 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 yeah. <laughs> so what ends up happening is you you get you you get these clients, they'll make a commitment. Yeah, we want this, we need this, we need that. And then when you reach out to them, hey, I need this report. Did you sign this? No. Did you view this? No. Did you send payment? No, I'm too busy. I have a million things going on. Then don't call us. Mm-hmm. Don't ask us for this. <laughs> did you send the right? 1099s? Did you yeah, send did the you send it? Yeah, exactly the case. Hey, I have this guy, you know, driving me crazy asking for, you know, his W2s or 1099s. I'm still waiting for the information. I'm still waiting for the amounts. <laughs> but did Frank, you, when's the last time? But you, did you finish it? <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and you know what's going to happen, right? And if you're one of these people, you're listening Uh-oh. now, right? Yeah, and I said this. Apparently, people. this is another type of person. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Same thing. The, I'm too busy. When mm-hmm. When's the last date to turn this Oof. in? When you get that, you know you're going to be dealing with a procrastinator. Red flag. Red That's flag. a red flag right there. When's the possible? When, 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 and, and they know exactly. But when do we need to turn this into the IRS? So, like, so I can yes, send it a day so after. So I can send it that day, right? Yeah. Oh, when, when, when are extensions due? Oh, that day. And then they Goodness. show up to your office that day. Hey, too mm. bad, too late. We can't do it. So you know you're going to be dealing with a procrastinator when they start asking you exact questions and detailed questions about whatever it is you're going to be doing a commitment with. So let's talk about some ways to overcome procrastination. Pro- what did I call it? Procrastination? Procrastination no, station. Just, just, I'm, starting, I'm starting new stuff all the time. I'm just so innovative. So let's talk about the first thing. Just first of all, manage your environment. Right? Yeah. If you have a lot of distractions, you know, if, if, you're, if your home office is the dining room table, We've all been there at one point or another. And sometimes it is, you know, impromptu. <laughs> you go home, someone's already in the office, in your home office, already on a call or something. So you just, you know, put your stuff down wherever you can. But your your work environment or where, wherever it is, if it's if you have your own proper office, if you have your own home office, or even if it's just a desk, in, you know, in the top of the loft and in, in the hallway, whatever it is, you have to get rid of everything that can distract you or interrupt you. And as much as we love our kids, as much as we love our loved ones in general, they can be distracting if they're persistently or consistently asking you for things. So that might also include you needing to set boundaries. Actually, that always needs you to. Y'all need to set boundaries. Let me just tell you that. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> if you're procrastinating, you clearly don't have boundaries. You just let it go as it is. Yeah. You need to set boundaries. So that can even be explained to some people. I am going to go into my workstation or my office, I need an hour or whatever it is, the time that you need to not be distracted. That way it's not, you're not shutting anybody out when they just poke their head and say, Hey, do you want this? Oh, what do you want for dinner? What you know, they're trying to do things for you. Right. But you're like, I need to re- close the door. I need the silence. I need to work on this. Let them know in advance. I'm going to be working. I need 45 minutes an hour of the time so I can, and then avoid all of the distractions, which includes your cell phones, electronic devices, 
wear your mask six feet distance. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> auto, auto, autopilot here. Wrong podcast. Well, <laughs> Coach Mario's right about the boundaries, and we all have them. So if there's a show or a movie you're really yeah. interested, sometimes we have them, and those will... boundaries are far away. Yeah, but you will set boundaries quick, right? You'll close right. the door. You'll put the phone on mute. Whatever it is, you'll set boundaries right. for. If if you're if you're on a date or something, hey, I, I really like this person. You put the phone away. You will set your right. boundaries, like Coach Mario's saying. What we want to do is set healthy boundaries correct correct there's a difference but you will set boundaries now when it comes to dealing with tasks specifically the ones we don't want to do but have to do that's the time when you need right. to you know really you, you can level up you can be a better person and set healthy boundaries correct. at that moment because some of you might have boundaries around certain things like right like you know someone messes with my kids then they're gonna meet jesus you know right, but i think <laughs> or that, or if someone messes with my money you know then they're gonna i'm gonna you know i'm not sending the food back i'm not gonna do this i'm gonna handle it but in other places it's correct. the wild wild west and that's why things are the way they are i think even in with respect to what you just mentioned frank uh, individuals need to consider prioritizing what their tasks yeah. are there yeah. are things that yeah. must happen and there are things that are nice if they would happen. So if you prioritize your task in any given order, you know, for example, we teach the lifestyle management strategy. We break down our annual tasks by reverse engineering them in 90 day chunks. Mm -hmm. And in those 90 days, then we go from day one to 11 and 11 to 30 and 31 to 45, et cetera, et cetera. So if you have that type of strategy and ranking and prioritization, it limits procrastination because it comes from you. And this is what we're talking about here. Uh, what I love is something that one of my mentors, uh, Mario's mentor as well, I had the pleasure of working with Tony Robbins uh, for three and a half years as one of his coaches on his team. And he says, success leaves clues. There's a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of people in, in, that are new in relationships, et cetera, that don't have role models understandably this distancing for the past 24 months, I can't even tell anymore, mm -hmm. right. Has created this inability for people to look at and observe role models. I, I love, uh, you know, where I've seen some of the college programs and some of the technical programs where they've started apprenticeships. And so you follow and you shadow individuals. So, what I would say is we need the model success. Model success. Who do you know that has done this task well? Yep. What did they do? How did they do it? And you can even interview individuals that perhaps you're getting into a field and you haven't started. Like you said, one of the main procrastination station issues is they don't start. Yeah, right. It's because probably they don't know where to start. Correct, right. correct. You don't. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Absolutely. Right. And Good. you could put a little. And and if you are the type that works well with pressure, do it this way. Like Dr. Mario was saying, set a deadline. Yeah. Right. Um. And set a healthy, smart, realistic deadline. So if you set and and not some crazy number out there. <laughs> oh well, I'm gonna do this by the end of this year. Don't no, do that. Because yeah. if you set the deadline of, hey, I'm gonna do this next week, it'll take you two weeks. Mm -hmm. If you set the deadline of, by end of day, I will have this completed. You will have it completed by end of day. Right. So, because we will say yes to what we can and we know we can. It's now up to you to actually make that happen. And the best way to do that is setting yourself a deadline. Right. And I think what you're saying is important too, because especially when you talk about making them big, you have to have the end deadline in sight and other ones too. 
because if you have just the big one at the end, it's almost like doing the, the overwhelm that we mentioned previously in advance because it's nothing but that end deadline. But if you say to yourself, okay, step one of six to get this done will be, okay, by the end of, you know, January 14th or whatever the date is, you know, two weeks out, step yeah. one will be done. Two weeks out from that, step two will be done. So then you have multiple deadlines for just those segments. And again, that's you just eating the whale one bite at a time by designating and slicing that up in, that, in the time needed to allocate yourself the time to not do overwhelm and to get it done in a consistent manner and reach your goal without stressing or doing one of these other fancy things such as <laughs> treating yourself with laziness because you deserve work, waiting to the last yeah. minute and all that other stuff we do when procrastinate. Yeah, one of the ones we see the most, a good example, right? Something that, that happens to all of us, um, exercising, right? The gym. It's not about, hey, I want to lose 20 pounds. No, no, no. It should be, I'm going to work out for a month straight. Right. Set yourself the goal of I'm going to work out today. I'm going to work out today. I'm going to eat healthy today. Take it one day at a time until you get to that weight loss goal. Right. Same thing. I'm going to save money today. I'm going to save money today until you hit that bank account balance goal. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm going to work on the business today. I'm going to work on the relationship today. I'm going to do it today. One at a time. Set yourself the deadline of today. Do something today yeah. until you have the business built, until you have the relationship you want. Excellent. So we got we got manager environment. Get rid of all your distractions. Model success. Find someone else who's done it. Ask the questions you need to. Put you know put it on your calendar. Set yourself some deadlines uh, to get it done. Uh, I even like to say do some of the harder tasks first. Take the hard things that you know instead of again just putting them off. Because what will happen over time, especially and you're free of this, but especially if you are going to lose steam over time, right? You've done the first couple of things, you know, just like uh, New Year's resolutions. Some people come out the gate swinging, they're in, they're in the gym every week, and then it slowly dies down as life kind of creeps and they kind of settle back in their own ways. Knock out some of those harder tasks first, so that way it mentally, hey, all the hard stuff is done, and you did it when you were fired up because it was already inside you and you were ready to go. Knock out some of those things first, and, uh, and that'll leave you like, hey, the rest is just all downhill. We're just coasting now. Yep. And last but not least... You may need a coach. Huh. Hire a coach. You know, yes. you have three of the world-class coaches right here at Neurostrategic Coaching Institute and this Strategic Life podcast. We have training. We have different types of programs. Uh, a lot of people fail because of lack of knowledge. They don't know how to do it. They don't have a role model, perhaps. Yeah. And this is a great way for you to jumpstart your life. This is only February. We've got 10 more months. You could reach that end of year goal in your business, in your relationship, in your life, but don't stay at procrastination station. Absolutely. We, the phrase we always like to use is that where, wherever you are, whenever you did it, whenever it happened, you were just doing the best you could with the resources you had available. You have better resources now. Thank you for listening. If you have a topic you'd like us to cover, we would love to hear from you. Reach out to us at Instagram and Facebook at Strategic Life Podcast, Twitter at Strategic Life PC, our website strategiclifepodcast.com, or email us at action at strategiclifepodcast.com. This podcast is sponsored by the Neurostrategic Coaching Institute and from Business Solutions with music provided by Gorilla Tech.